What's up, 99 Nation and lovers of the Not For 30 podcast? This is Anthony recording live and direct in the new Billy Shears podcast studio, still in lovely Milton, Ontario. This is episode 115. No regrets. No, it's not a Jamaican-themed confessional. This is uh, a new podcast that we tried out with Kyle Schulman. Kyle made the trek uh, to hang out with me in studio. Uh, episode 114 with Kyle was a lot of fun. Uh, so we're doing back-to-back like a Drake track. I do mention that off the top, so you'll hear that again. I'm ripping off myself. Um, yeah, so this is a different style podcast. It's a podcast where we're kind of looking at specific times in our life where we kind of felt like we cheated the... Not cheated the system, but like cheated ourselves. Like didn't didn't do what we thought. Uh, and kind of a retrospect look at that. It's kind of... Uh, well, it's basically where we have regrets. Um... I thought the title No Regret is kind of funny. If you've seen this movie, Meet the Millers, there's this like no regret guy. I can't remember his name, but uh, we used to, we used to look on the, on the cover and all that stuff, so you'll see that. Um, yeah, this is a little bit different style. Going back to our roots as a lifestyle podcast, kind of a, something that we lived in a previous life, now in our 30s, revisiting it. Uh, and doing that, so I don't know, it's just kind of this thing, new, trying to live this new life, trying to live our best life, I guess. Um, so I want to thank Kyle for checking in and tuning in with us, as well as um, upcoming, we'll have a couple of things coming up, but the baby's due at the end of August, so depending on what happens there, we might be in a small hiatus mode, I don't know for sure, maybe we'll just try to keep smaller podcasts coming through. Um, I'll look and see if Miss Six is available for it to release, and of course, Aaron Chalupa and the Awkward Throat Clear. Uh, all that stuff on the horizon. We hope you're enjoying your summer. I know I am. The weather is fantastic here outside the Six. We are loving it. Um, what else do I want to tell you guys? There was something else. This podcast and every podcast is brought to you by the fine people at Superior Finish Painting Company. It's been three years. I still can't say the ad. Uh, if you have anything interior, exterior, you want your bike painted, you want the rims on your car painted, if you want the ceiling of your shed painted, call them. They can do that. 905, no, God, sorry, not 905, 829-979-9000. God damn it. I always fuck it up. As well, um, our good friends at 2020 Print Media have also expanded their horizon and they've launched 2020 Garage detailing for automobiles specifically if you have a truck and you want everyone to know you got a truck or if you're a girl that drives a jeep and you want the world to know that you're a girl driving a jeep you need the good people at 2020 garage they'll decal your car give it pink lips or something like that and just make sure you're the douchiest of all the douches with that being said on with episode 115 we love you thank you for tuning and checking it out and as well have a fucking great week guys August is going to fly by. September's going to be here before you know it. So enjoy the long weekend. From all the people that contribute to the Not For 30 podcast and the network, thank you. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the After 30 podcast? I'm joined in studio with a good friend of the podcast, a good friend of mine, Kyle Schulman, returning to the podcast. Kyle, what's up, baby? Oh, feels like so long since I've been here. It's, you know what? 
you it's been so long, but then you you came strong back to back like a Drake track. Yeah, I love it. Drake who? Yeah, Drizzy. No, it doesn't ring a bell. Kyle, this podcast is aptly named No Regrets. No regrets. That's right. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Okay. Now, what does no regrets mean? Well, we're going to take a retrospective view of our life at a moment that we might have some regrets about. And we're going to kind of discuss why we feel regrettable. Is that a word? Chalupa. Chalupa, check in. Yeah. Just a fact check on the thread, Chalupa. And then what we would do differently. I think that's a good call. Okay. I feel, I like I feel good about this. Well, let's see where it goes. Let's see where it goes. So, um, the story of really quickly of no regret comes from the movie Meet the Millers, where it's a fake family and the oldest daughter in this fake family. Oh, you know what? We didn't cheers. No, we should cheers. Okay, well, uh, this is the start of the Not for Thirty podcast. No, no regrets. No regrets no on re- that one. No, no regrets. Okay. This is the Not After Thirty podcast. Podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. So the story goes, uh, in this movie, Meet the Millers, it's a fake family. The, the oldest daughter in this fake family is dating this total loser, you know, white thug, and he's got this tattoo on his chest, and it says, no regret. Regret spelled incorrectly. And it's just this great little dry humor punchline in the movie. And the parents, Jen Anston, and I can't remember who was a male lead, but they're just, they're laughing about it. And it's, it's always stuck with me. Whenever I hear no regrets, I think of this like, one, like, yeah, man, like no regrets. And it's always stuck in the back of my head. So this podcast is dedicated to the ones we regret. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Oh, man. Anthony. Yeah, I've got a lot to regret about. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me one thing you regret. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you for asking, Kyle. I'm glad I get to lead this off. It's a monumental point in the podcast right now. And this goes back to uh, my days as a young man when social media was just starting. This is before Facebook, pre-Facebook. ICQ. But post-ICQ, it, it was uh, Meet Me and T.O. Okay. And now it just sounds like a dating website, but at the time, I guess it was kind of a dating website at the time. But um, I met this girl on Meet Me and T.O. And uh, she was, oh shit, sorry guys. She was like, nice, nice girl and all that stuff. But um, we, we went on a couple dates. I knew it wasn't going too far because there were just too many differences. Um, and then like really awkwardness. Like I've told a story on the podcast that relates to the first date we ever went on. I had a car, I was driving a car at the time. And just shitty luck, I, I didn't have my car available at the time. So I ended up taking, my plan was I was gonna take the bus there to the mall, meet her to go to this movie, and then I was going to take a cab home. And then she's like, at the end of the movie, she's like, do you want to, like, she's like, where are you parked? I'm like, oh, over there. And she's like, oh, I'll walk you to your car. I'm like, no, I'll walk you to your car. She's like, no, my car's right here. I'm fine. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, okay, out of all honesty, actually, I'm taking a cab home. Like, my car, I don't have my car tonight. She's like, I can drive you home. I'm like, no, that's cool. We ended up fooling around in her car. And nice. Yeah, it was it was nice, but nice. It, it wasn't. Yeah, nice. 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 Um, that's not the part that I regret. Yeah, no regrets so far. No, no regrets so far, you're right. But what got me was, um, like, I knew the relationship wasn't going well. And the, right when I kind of had that feeling, I started 
seeing this other girl. Not to be clear, my first relationship in this, we weren't serious. We were just dating. It was very, very, just you know, a couple dates here and there. But she, she was catching feelings real quick on, on, on me and my game that I was spitting. And at the time, I, I was feeling very confident about myself. And uh, I started seeing this other girl. I liked her a lot more. Plus, we gelled a lot quicker. And so I just kind of blew off this other girl. And, and basically what I was like, I, I basically just stopped calling her. Uh, or I'd call her, be very, very quickly. Listen, I'm, not, I'm, I'm busy. I got to go. And I just, like, I never gave her the proper, like, send-off. Like, but, like I couldn't just be straight up with her because she's too sweet of a girl. Every time I'd see her, she'd have these, like, little gifts for me. And, you know, she knew I had a sweet tooth. So one day she buys me, like, this jumbo pack of chocolate-covered almonds or something. And uh, the other time she buys me, like, these little knickknacks. Like, just very thoughtful. But things weren't, like, it wasn't happening for me. And I wasn't feeling her. And instead of just being, just manning up, just nutting up and being like, listen, I don't, I don't feel the same way you do. I, I just didn't like, I just, I was just like, yeah, you know, like, I'm too busy to be dating right now. And I gave her this like shitty excuse. I think we've all been there. Fair enough. I don't know. I, I think what it was for me is I, 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 I would like to think that I'm more of a man than what I portrayed. Okay. There. But you weren't a man. How old are you? Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm going to guess 20. Nine? No. <laughs> no, like, I don't know, like 22, 23 maybe? Yeah, that's a tough one. I think we've all been there, but so it sounds to me like you didn't have the, you didn't catch the feelings for her, but you still totally. respected her. Yeah, I mean, and you I, didn't, didn't want to let her down that way, but you, see, it, it's it's funny how we all have, we all like to think we have that, the game, you know, to, to, to right. get them, but we, nobody has game for breaking up. No, it's a tough one. And even like, it was, it was like so dry. The, the thing that killed me as well too is maybe three weeks after I didn't break up, break up with her, excuse me, I went to a, uh, oddly enough, an Oasis concert with my girlfriend at the time, my new girlfriend at the time, Ben and his girlfriend at the time. And we were making out in, in on the lawns at you the end Yeah, Ben and I were actually we did make out at that concert. Um, we, we were on the lawns, and uh, I had like I was drunk, very drunk, and I remember out of the corner of my eye thinking I saw her. I'm like, there's no way she's here, but I was like, oh man, she's British. This is like the biggest British band. There's a good chance I was her. I was like, nah, I, I talked myself out of it. Wasn't her. And then no joke, like three weeks later, I get this fiery message on my Meet Me and To account, being like. If you don't think I saw you at the Oasis concert, you're completely wrong. You're a fucking asshole. You told me you didn't want to date. I saw you making out with a stupid blonde girl. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, it was her. Wow. Oh, man. I just felt like a dick. And then... That's to, so crazy. The cherry on the cake is... Who puts cherry on a cake? That's true. Cherry, cherry on a Sunday. Cherry on the Sunday? Just on the same ring. The sprinkles on the ice cream. Okay. Sure. Ah, whatever. The creme de la creme was this. You remember those those the time where the internet wasn't the same place that it is now, <laughs> and no, you know like a night a Nigerian prince can easily get your email account. Well, my email got hacked and just sent like these shitty messages to everybody on my contact list, including her. Then her dad calls me calls my house asking to speak to my dad because we're kids, and he's like, uh, I'm like I, I recognize the night the last name the number. And he's like... Uh, you answered? Yeah, he's like, I need to speak to Anthony's father. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, can I ask you to speak? And he's like, no, no. And then he goes, it's Blank's dad. And you have a lot of explaining to do. Why are you sending all these emails? I'm like, no, no, no. Look, my email got hacked. 
I, I've been trying to reach out to people that I that I knew their emails offhand, but my email sounds had, like a computer STD. It was a total, <laughs> and that is how I, you don't have any regrets. regrets. <laughs> Fuck! It was just like everything that ended that relationship was shitty. Everything there there wasn't a good break there, and I know that a lot of breakups aren't good, but I disagree with that. But I, I like to think a lot of my breakups were good. Yeah, that's that's yeah. yeah. So, but this one was particularly bad, and I have a ton of regret not nutting up, not not being the man I know I can be. I knew I could have been that guy at the time, but knowing that I could, I wasn't that guy, and I could have been, and I just took the easy coward's way out. I've always regretted it. All right, dude. <laughs> so, what would you have done differently? Uh, I, you know, so what, what could have made that situation? You know what? Any better? I, I feel like I feel like because I, I feel like there's n- not really. Much to regret in that. Like, Plus, here, here's it was a lesson. Yeah, but okay. So I think the big thing is, like, in t- if that happened today, today's fuckboy culture is so different that like girls, instead of being bitter about being screwed over, they're just like, that guy's a fuckboy. I don't even care anymore, and they're over it, kind of thing. And I feel like so women are the new men. So orange is the new black. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I I, I don't know. I feel like in today's culture, it would have been looked at so differently. But I had hoped that. If I was that person, that person then lived now, I would hope that he would be able to fucking execute properly and just, just fucking that up. Be like, listen, like you're a cool chick, but I just don't see this going very far. I hope you don't have any hurt feelings about it. I'm so sorry, but this, this isn't working. It's not have you, have you ever broken it off with somebody by doing it the right way? Totally. And then they just fucking lose their shit? No, it was complete opposite. We both saw the right on the wall. My college girlfriend, we both saw the right on the wall. It wasn't going to work out. She, It was actually the perfect breakup. This is The breakup went like this. Hey, her name was Laura. Hey, Laura, it's not going to work out. Yeah, I know, I feel the same way. I'm like, you're a cool chick. You know, everything, like, I like everything we've done, but it, I don't think it's working out. Yeah, I totally agree. We're two different people. Cool. Do you still want to fool around? Yes. Okay, cool. That's how the breakup went. The greatest breakup of all time, and we even like we even like keep tabs on each other on social media because the breakup went so well. We still have a friendship after it. See, that's awesome because I know we have a lot of we have a couple friends who we do break up with a girl or get broken up with, <laughs> and then hate that person forever. Yeah, like right. it's it's like a I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's I never understood that. Yeah, I think you and I kind of subscribe to the same thing, which is, like, don't be dicks to your ex unless you have to be. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, if they're an ex, that means most likely there was a relationship before that. Right. So you had feelings for them. Right. So unless they cheated to you, lied to you, stole from you. Gave you the runner or all of the above. Or gave you an STD or some other bullshit. There's no reason to hate them. I don't know. I've always felt that way. Like, it hurts. Yeah. But that's my own insecurity if I'm like, well, fuck them. Well, well, it's like, you no, know, you're, you're saying fuck them because you're hurt. Yeah, exactly. And I think also, too, you want to have, like, that divide. That way there's there's no kind of patching up. I mean, if you're in, in a, a crazy or abusive relationship, right, that's one thing. That's different. You're like, I, I've been pretty lucky. Like, my, I, haven't, I didn't get into an abusive relationship until I met my wife. <laughs> and then I married her because I like the abuse. Um, <laughs> love you. Um, but, no, I, like, I think that for the most part, unless... No, uh, if someone was done dirty, that's one thing. But if you yeah. were, if you weren't done dirty, and you're like you guys just had like a very clean or uh, what's the word? Amicable. Amicable. Thank you, amicable. Bill Chalupa, Brigham. check that one. Yeah, double checking that. Is that two C's? Yep. Put that on Facebook. Yes. Thank you. Please, please, thank you. Yeah. So I feel like I don't know. 
I feel like that's the case. Anyways, I feel like I, I went on hard on my rag there, but <laughs> what's your your what's your regret? My regret? Uh nothing. Uh, I've had a perfect life. Thank you. Yeah. This podcast is over. Um so see you next week. What do I regret? Uh, tattoos. Um, so Tats. in my life, I think I was 14 or 15 years old, and my dad got his first tattoo. He was how old? Uh, I, don't, I don't You don't make me do math. Fuck. That would, so that's 87. He was born in 19... How old was your dad when you were born? 97. So Your dad was been, 97? No, no. What? <laughs> How old was my dad when I was born? Yes. 33. Okay. Nope. 23. So he was 37 when he got his first tattoo. Because you said 14. Yep. Okay, okay, cool. Does that make sense? Yeah. 60 to 83 is 23. Yeah, he was, fuck, he was young. Okay, so yeah. Um, <laughs> so he got his first tattoo. And since then, he's gone overboard with them and whatever, full sleeves and, and whatnot. Um but I guess watching him get all those tattoos and me always being with him at the tattoo parlor and then I became really good friends with the artist and um, – Is this red? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I wanted one, I guess. Young, you dumb. You the itch. I was young and dumb, right? So I was like – I started like coming up with design. Like this is what kind of idea I wanted and it was all going great. And then – but the artist was very clear. He will not tattoo me until I'm 18. Right? So it's fine. Three years, I thought. That's lots of time to think about it, right? Mm. Uh, And, um, of course, while I was drawing out my concept, my dad stole that idea and put it on (laughs) his arm instead. So I was really pissed about that. So I changed my idea slightly, and uh, I went with uh, more what the artist, he had recently drawn an idea of, like, this looking through a keyhole and... And then seeing this, like, demon sitting on top of his city, right? So I went with that. I went to Toronto Skyline, CN Tower, Skydome, this little stupid devil sitting on a top of a pillar or building or something and looking through the keyhole. It's in the middle of my back. It's a fairly large tattoo. It was an eight-hour tattoo. And so I got it when I turned 18. And then when I was 20, I did... um, Sorry, guys, for that that bang on the table. And then when I was 20, I got... uh, Another, I think, I think when I was twenty, I did Marvin the Martian on my leg. Oh yes. Right and okay, everyone does the proverbial, you know, Looney Tune character at the time, I guess. Tasmanian Devil is ultra popular. Yeah, barbed wire, all that barbed kind of wi- spider web, spider web elbow. elbow yeah, yeah, all that stuff. But uh, you know, I, anyways, I did my Looney Tune character, and sure, whatever, it was great, and then. I read this book by Dan Brown, and I got this tattoo on my from Angels and Demons. It's on the inside of my arm, and that's my favorite tattoo. Although it's the ugliest because it's too small and too tight, and you can't really read it. And stretched out over time. Fuck you. Wait. And no. Oh, well, there wasn't muscle. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> uh, but anyways, point of the whole story is I regret getting tattoos. I think they're stupid. Uh, I don't know if it was just age or time or just personality but as I started getting them you quickly realize that when you put one on your right side you feel un- unbalanced so you want one on your left mm-hmm. side and then you know it becomes it, a game it just yeah and it just I'm not the guy who wants to be sleeved up and tat- tattooed yeah. all over and uh, so I regret mm-hmm. getting tattoos and uh, I will never get them removed because I want to make sure that I tell my kids every day how stupid they are <laughs> all right um and so how many tattoos do you have in total? Three. You have three. So you have the Marvin the Martian, 
the Dan Brown lithogram, not lithogram, what's it? Uh, Chalupa? Chalupa? What's a- that? Ambergram? Ambergram? Ambergram. Ambergram? Golden Graham. God, we're retarded. Totally. Yeah. It's not our fault. It's clearly Orange Snail for fucking us up. Yeah. Fuck you, Orange Snail. Fuck you, Orange oh, Snail. Oh, your beer's delicious. Iron Pig. And you know what? Fuck it. Open up on a fucking Monday and a Tuesday to help us out, please. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. And now we paid for this overpriced at the LCB. Yeah. Um, okay, so now, is there any tattoo? Like, would you get a tattoo today with more sentimental value yes. than... Okay. So, yeah, after all that rant... Uh, <laughs> I'd still get it. I mine. would, but it would only be... It would only be in memoriam. Okay, fair enough. Now, what what about the same tattoos today? Like if Kyle from, what was that, like 97, decided to do it in 2019, 18? I wouldn't. Like you wouldn't the, do any of them? No, I wouldn't do any of the ones I have. Ah, I like the one on the inside of my arm. The ambigram's pretty cool. I, I like the concept. I just wish it was bigger and clearer. I always thought... But I, I still... I always thought the pairing of you, your dad's, you and your dad's tattoo. That, oh, yeah. I always thought that was kind of like a really cool bond. Mind you, when I met you, like it was only the two of you guys. I really didn't know like your, your family backstory and things like that. So I thought it was kind of like a bonding thing with like you. It was a two of you against the world, which was farther from the truth, I think. <laughs> but, but I didn't know that at the time. I was just like, holy fuck, these guys have a really good relationship. Oh, they have a great relationship. Let's go over and watch UFC at his house while he punches his dad in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I totally forgot that story. <laughs> That's a, that should be a no uh, regret story. Okay, we'll get to that one. Wow. That'll be my next no regrets. Wow, wow, wow! But I totally don't regret it. So it's weird. Uh, so it's no regrets to having no regret. I I no regret to having no regrets. Okay, okay. perfect. So we'll get to that side side story. Yeah. But um, uh, uh, yeah. So the the keyhole idea. It's on my back, and it, it is a keyhole, and you look through it, but the. the the outline of the keyhole, my dad has what would be the key that would fit the keyhole on his arm. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. but it was never done for like a, it was it was never done as like a, hey, I think we should do this idea. Yeah. It'd be really cool. Like he kind of just did it and then was like, look. And I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> so dumb. But I mean, now you can look at it like it's cool. No, I still don't. I, I don't. <laughs> So I don't think any of my dad's tattoos are cool. I haven't seen your dad in a long time, but um, I have to. Your dad is not the type for a tattoo. That's what I'm saying. He's and not that not that like, it's not his personality. It's it is. His, it's part personality, part looks, part, part phys- physical. Like he. No, but I've seen a lot of larger gentlemen with tattoos. But he's not a biker. If yeah, you would put bikers enough. and tattoos together. Oh, thank God he never became a biker. Oh, my God. He'd thank be dead. God. He'd be such a, the, 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 the lamest biker. Yeah, he'd be new balanced <laughs> on a bike. New balanced shoes, leather chaps. And uh, Knuckle khaki tattoos. shorts. Khaki shorts. Uh, sle- uh, fingerless gloves. Yeah. Whoa, what sorry, the fuck folks. What that? Mm. All right, I'm going to switch over. Um, to side launch and their dry hop sour. I'd like to hear how, what you think of that because I, I thought it was pretty good. I'm excited. So um, Kyle Kyle paid for these, but I went and picked them up. And the girl actually pulled this from the back. She said this hasn't even hit the shelves yet. So we're actually, we're the first ones, at least in Milton, to try these. I'm pretty excited. So this is Side Launch Brewing Company, uh, based out of question, question, question. Not saying. Uh, oh, here we go. Probably brewed and canned in Collingwood, Ontario. 2016 Canadian Brewer of the Year. All right, here we go. In color, it's a kind of a foggy, but a beautiful pale. 
first first um, initial taste is it's it initially tastes ultra hoppy. It is ultra hoppy, but the after the after finish is nice and sour. Nice and it's sour. It's actually kind of nice. It's, it is good if you like a hoppy beer, but don't like hoppy beer. <laughs> it, no, if you like hoppy beer, but not the aftertaste, because sometimes the, it leaves a dry, mm. non-refreshing aftertaste. No, it's really nice. It's, it is. I like this it. This is like a really great summer beer. I would get that again. Yeah, yeah. for sure. No, no regrets on that. No, no regrets on that one. Um, so, do you want to keep going on on your tattoo? Like, no. So, what would I do differently? I guess is the mm. the final question, right? So, um, I would not get a tattoo. Uh, I I don't know. Some people, it works. Mm. You know, I think it goes with your fashion. It goes with your personality. It the goes look. with your look that you're going for. Yeah, that um, I'm just not that person. So, but were you ever that person though? No, but I mean, when you're 20 or 18, getting yeah. your first tattoo, I didn't know bad what call. I wanted to be. Bad call. I, yeah, I mean, I'm glad my our artist was willing to wait till yeah, I was 18. Relief, yeah. That was nice, but honestly, you should wait till you're 25. Yeah, at least because so much like, oh man, like the amount of stupid tattoos I've seen. My sister-in-law's got a tramp stamp, but you didn't know that at the time. It's just no. kind of like a cool spot for a tattoo. Well, that's the other problem with tattoos. Oh man, see, I, I'm going to teach my kids. To not get tattoos, but go crazy on piercings. I don't care. I had mm. 12 piercings or whatever. They're all gone now. Right. But I'm left with nothing. A couple holes in my ear and a scar on my eyebrow. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, I don't know. I, like, they can come and go. Tattoos, you're stuck with. See, I also think it's it's part of nature, right? Like, part of the nature that you have. Like, for example, your dad had tattoos, which kind of it influenced you to get a tattoo. My parents never had a tattoo. My parents... Like, nothing more than my mom having her ears pierced, right? Like, that's the closest thing to anything. And, like, none of... Actually, my brother just got a tattoo, but none of us have a tattoo. Uh, none of the kids have tattoos. Would you get one? And I've always joked and said if I was ever to get a tattoo, it'd be, like... la 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 legend <laughs> shield It'd be legend sea shield on my butt. Or I'd have um, a lion blading, because I'm such a hairy dude, like, blading through gla- uh, grass. That's but be, awesome. Be, yeah, that's what I'd get. Or I always said I'd get, like... Um, my Nona's name put on my over my heart. Posthumous. See, I, yeah. I, I heard you get choked up there just a little bit, or yeah. or, or not choked up, but like it's sentiment, like pride, you know. And there, there's where it lands. Like if it has meaning, and I, I yeah. think that kids' names or uh, something posthumous, yeah. or if it isn't, if it's not their name and their birth and death years or whatever, like if it's something that symbolizes that person, I think that has some good meaning. Right. But like. The problem with tattoos is once you get one, it's mm. really hard not to get more. Yeah, and I, and I think I think that's a bottom line. I, that's why I think I don't think I'd ever get one. Also, too, like you know, you know me well enough that like when I get into something, I fucking get into something. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. Just as a small side story, and this probably goes into the rug ride as well too. But I've played on the softball that you softball team that you played on. We've been playing on this team since two thousand and five. So since 2005, like 13 seasons, 13 years, I've collected, uh, the team colors are very simple, black and yellow, with sometimes gray, but I've accumulated so many black and yellow things from years of playing baseball, you know, growing out of something, or, had, like, and I, I, I can't get rid of, like, the jerseys that I've had and that kind of stuff. I have, like, um, a medium-sized Tupperware, or a storage bin, Rubbermaid bin, just full of things from that and it's like I look at it now as a 36 year old who has a hard time running to first base without being out of breath being too much thinking to myself the amount of money that's spent in this rubber made bin right now 
is insane considering if I was to make that one one time purchase, I would gauge maybe five hundred, six hundred dollars worth of custom t shirts, jerseys, custom jerseys, sweaters because they're black and yellow. Right. The, you know, uh, Nike branded things because they're black and yellow. Like it's just it's just it's crazy. I mean, mind you, if you're gonna complain about six hundred bucks over thirteen years, yeah, exactly. It's a little bit of a different story, but I mean, it's an accumulation of something that I, I probably didn't need. But that's another regret. I mean, but I can go on for days when it comes to those kinds of things. Yeah, like money spent first, money saved. Oh, oh my, my god, god. That, that that's a whole that's a whole podcast series, let alone sub series. Yeah, but um, okay. So when you were talking about your tattoo thing, wait, sorry, are you done? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, my my regret. It's, it's nothing like too crazy. It's more of like a childish regret. But when I was a kid, um, I, was, I was a well-behaved kid, a well-mannered kid, but an ultra-hyper kid, okay? Okay. So, which did lead me to get into trouble sometimes. But for the most part, I believe, and I think my parents would agree, I was a pretty well-behaved kid, well-mannered kid. Never got myself into, like, bad trouble, just, like, stupid trouble, right? We were at the coin wash coin off car wash in Streetsville and my dad was my dad or my that's mom. right beside where I got my tattoo yeah that's right it is yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe that's why I thought about yeah, it yeah that's weird but uh, we, my mom or my dad were they were cleaning their car and we were out there and we were like throwing rocks for whatever reason my brother and I were trying at the time I was pitching in baseball and I was like throwing these rocks trying to hit this this um, what is it, uh, light the street light and I'm throwing throwing these rocks at this street light trying to ping it and me and my brother have turned it into a game and now we're ultra competitive and so my brother my sister our dog at the time are all there and we're just kind of spread out because we're the only ones there and my mom's power washing the fucking family minivan and I throw this this it's not even a rock it's a piece of compressed asphalt and I hit the the light and it explodes and one of the shirts of asphalt Go flying into my dog's eye. Yeah, and my dog, I, my dog, like screams, Arr! and uh, and we're like, oh fuck, Max, what's going on? We run over to Max, and his eyes all winky and shit. And like, I pinged the dog in the eye with this shard of asphalt. I felt so bad. It's like gra- piece of gravel, or whatever. Hit it, totally blinds out the dog too. I felt so bad for like months. My dog was looking like he was winking at everybody, and giving like, <laughs> like he, he was winking at the whole. I felt so guilty about it. Major regret in my life. Fuck, man. Here's the thing. Like, it's such a fluke accident. It's rare that it, it, could, it could repeat itself. Right. But I've always regretted it because I've always felt like such a shithead for doing that. Okay. This is kind of therapeutic, man. I feel, right? I feel like I owe you money. Just it this. off the chest. Fuck. Feel free, to ah. pay, feel free to pay me. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I guess on that note, although I still want to tell the other story, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to make this one quick um, about dogs. So... I'm sleeping in my bed, all right? I'm in I'm in Bob Cajun at my I call it my cottage, but it's my grandparents' house. Like young Kyle? Yep. Okay. Uh, I was twelve. Okay. I was twelve. And uh my brother and my dad come into the room and Kyle, wake up, wake up. Oh, what what's going on? What's going on? Like, come on, let's go in the car, we're going for a drive. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So they drive me into the little village, into the the strip, right, where the stores are, and like, oh we're gonna go into this pet store. Okay, great. And so we get into this pet store and they're like, Oh, see this dog? Oh, yeah, really cute. Little puppy, right? The Like German Shepherd colors, floppy ears like a beagle. Um, yeah, and they're like, they're like, do you want it? And I'm like, yeah, I want a dog. 
I didn't know I wanted a dog, but I want this dog. They're like, okay, it's yours. You're going to walk it, right? You're going to take care of it, right? You're going to feed it, right? They totally, like in hindsight, they put it on me. Yeah, totally. They're like, they wanted the dog, but right. they didn't want the responsibility. Oh, my so, God. So, like, let's get the 12-year-old to be like, he wants it. And then the, it's like his his, idea. the wife won't get mad, right? Like, my, my mom won't get mad. Because Kyle wanted it. Yeah. And, uh, but they get the dog that they and you wanted. you were like the baby. So. I, yeah. So, wow. So they suckered me into getting this dog. And the regret I have is that I didn't walk that dog. Oh. I didn't take care of that dog. Mm. I'm not a pet person. I like animals, but I'm not a pet. I don't want pets. It's right. too much responsibility. I don't want the responsibility. So, like, that dog was not mistreated. Like, he wasn't abused. He wasn't starved. No, it's the same dog like, that I... Yeah, Cajun. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. lived to be, fuck, 16, 17 very, years very, old. Very, very... Mild-mannered. Yeah, mild-mannered. But very, like, good. Like, not, like, wasn't, like, a shithead dog. Loved the dog. Yeah. You know, loved him. But you weren't but my the personality. regret is I didn't take care of that dog the way he should have uh, been and should be taken care of. Like, I see your dog, and, like, you guys groom your dog. We do. And you guys, like... We like Treat him, him like... A, a part of the family. Part of the family, totally. which I think is stupid, but that's yeah, just because I'm not a pet person. No, it is, but yeah, because the difference between pets and a family member is like you bought, like you chose that, right? Yeah. Anyways, yeah, but yeah, and and you 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 got your dog as an adult. That's true. Well, partial adult. <laughs> I was very immature, a man baby. So, yeah, a man baby. Yeah. But like, I was I was a literally baby. <laughs> a baby, <laughs> a maybe baby. I was literally a child. And yeah, I was 12, put man. into a position to walk the dog and take care of this dog. And, like, my house was already a fucking zoo. Lots of animals, lots of cats, lots of fucking stupid animals along the way. But um, this dog was put on me. And I've always held that regret with me. Like, yeah. I, this dog deserved more. And he lived a long life. And, uh, you know, I'm happy that he was part of my life. But I regret that I didn't take care of that dog the way he should have been. But, I mean, that, that responsibility was put on you as opposed to you taking that responsibility. I guess. I'm, I'm looking at it in hindsight of, of, like, you know, 34-year-old me. Well, fuck, I was, like, 27-year-old me would look back and be like, fuck, we shouldn't have got this dog. Right, it wasn't the right call. Yeah, like, yeah. he was loved, and he was, like I said, like, I'm not trying to make it sound like he was, like, stuffed in a corner in a, right, in right. a cage or anything. He wasn't. He wasn't. No, he wasn't. He was loved. Yes. He just wasn't taken care of the way a family member but, pet would. But please tell the the rugrat you have with the other dog in your house. <laughs> okay. And if if I may, if I may, just please, you're gonna have in. to fill in a couple spots. Yes. Now, Kyle and his dad. Just for those who don't know, Kyle and his dad lived together until you were the age of twenty six, twenty five. Yep. Twenty six. No. Uh. No. Twenty. Mid twenties. Mid twenties. Good uh, call. It's a little hazy yeah. because you moved out with what's her face. Yep. And then you moved in with us right after, after. that. But we moved in when I was twenty six, which made you twenty five, which maybe even earlier before that you moved out. With well, I lived in that place for less than a year, eleven, uh, ten months, because I had to break the lease. Okay, so, okay, so give or take, we're talking. You and your dad lived together from whenever to at least 24, let's say. Birth till 24. Birth till 24. Yeah. And this was probably early 20s-ish. No, because I was living in that house. Yeah, you were living in the house when that happened. No, I was no, I was living with Outside Tina. Outside yeah. Okay. I was living in my, my first apartment. Okay, gotcha. Okay. And because I, I went home to there. Okay, gotcha. But so. what had happened is he called me up and said, what are you doing? 
And I'm like, I don't know. I want to watch the fights. Well, why don't you come over here and watch the fights? I'm like, I, I'd love to, but I got a bunch of friends. Like, we all want to watch it together. And he's like, it's fine. Bring them over. And your dad's always welcomed me, at least. At least he's me. always invited. He's always been open to everybody. Yeah, yeah. My dad's always been accommodating. He's always. He's this always, story's going to put him in a negative light, but like, he's not. Yeah. He's a good person. Of course. He just has his moments. And, and he, he's always. It's always been to me. He's always seemed to want to be the cool dad, mm-hmm. like the dad that's like, yeah, man. Keys I'll, want, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I, you know, I'll buy you guys the booze. Yeah, I'll buy you guys uh, why don't you guys watch the show you here? Smoke some pot? You want to go in pot? the backyard? That's yeah. no big deal. Yeah, 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 totally. He's always wanted to be the cool dad. Yeah, yeah. agreed. And um, so, and again, not a bad guy. And not a bad guy, right? Childish, but not a bad guy. Yeah. So true. so, anyways, he invites uh, invites me, and I'm like, okay, fine. So I invite all my friends over. We all go over there. We're watching. Do you remember the who's UFC. there? Okay, so it was uh, it was me and Tina, and then you, and I don't know if you brought anybody. I brought my ex girlfriend at the time. Okay, and then Ben and Shay. Possibly, yeah. I think I think Shay? yeah, she was there. Sure. I th- I'm pretty sure she I'm was because sure I think there, she, she offered me to drive me home, but she didn't. Tina was not there. No, she was not there because I remember getting home and she was in bed. Okay, so no, Krista was there. Krista was there. A buddy of ours, ex girlfriend. Right. Yeah, and so we're all sitting on the couches and whatever Just around and the drinks. TV, and uh, somebody was getting really mouthy and rowdy, uh, Ben. Oh, and yeah. um, I think he like went outside and tripped over something and and fell or or, or something had happened outside. I think outside. he knocked, knocked over like a potted plant or something. Maybe yeah, something potted like plant that. doesn't sound right, but something. Something yeah, he knocked over, fell or something outside, and then my dad got into my face. And was like, I wish I remembered what he said, but he yeah. made it seem like this is my fault and these people shouldn't be here. Right, right. And I'm like, I fucking told you yeah. that I wanted to watch this with my friends and you invited us here. And he got in my face with a finger right, now, to, right to my nose. Now, ju- just just paint the picture for those who don't understand exactly. Like Kyle and his dad are in the kitchen. No. Oh, this is before the kitchen? I'm on the couch closest to the kitchen. Okay. TV's just on my left, right. and I'm right on that first the seat. The family room and, and kitchen are connected. The kitchen is uh, is like it's like that um, uh, early '80s style where like it's kind of like boxed in. Uh, not open concept. Not open, Very far from open concept. But the family room is connected to the kitchen, where you can kind of see into the kitchen. But kind of, kind yeah, of, yeah, kind of. Like there's no door, but it. It's a, whatever. Yeah. I think we're doing a good enough job. I, I don't. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Anyways, he gets up and he's in my face and finger in my face, wagging it, wagging it, wagging it, and uh, and and making me feel like shit. And keep in mind that when I lived in that house, if if he got mad, I was just like, okay, no problem, because I don't want problems in the house. Right. And you and you've always been very good at kind of like dismissing your dad. Oh, at least anybody. F- yeah, anybody really, but... I'm um, very easy to be like, okay, whatever, yeah. buddy. No yeah, worries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sure, no, no worries. Regret, no regret, no Yeah, regret. I'm not going to hold this, whatever. Just finish what you got to do and move on. But this was the first time where I was like, I don't fucking live here. I don't have to put up with this. And and it begins. And I'm drunk. So And I, you're also watching fighting. And watching fighting. Yeah, exactly. And so I stood up. And I threw the rock glass that I had in my hand because I was probably drinking rye. Mm-hmm. And I th- threw it. I think I wanted to throw it at the TV, but 
quickly realized that I don't want to break a TV right. and sidearmed it into the kitchen because it was to my left okay. and I'm right-handed, right? So I went towards the TV uh-huh. and was like, no, and threw it into the kitchen and smashed it up against what would have would have been the fridge. And then he like took a step back. I th- this, this part's a little it's, Yeah, it's, little I'm, fuzzy. Trying to, I'm trying to picture it in my head too. But... Uh, I don't, re- I don't remember exactly what happened, but I punched him in the face. And it was one of those moments of like, yes, <laughs> standing <laughs> up for myself. Okay. Now, Fuck this. Let me jump in. Well, everybody, yeah, you got to okay. tell from their, everyone so, else's perspective. So the way that I vaguely remember it, now I don't remember the initial contact, but I remember you kind of leaning over and then you kind of darting into the kitchen. Now, my point of view was I was sitting a little farther back in the room. Oh, that's right. I and, remember now. Yeah, and, and so, but then once the glass broke, everybody who was kind of watching TV slash having little conversations. Because it happened fast. It happened so fast. Like, within four or five seconds. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a buildup. It was, no, yeah. I lost it. Quick. Very, very quick. Um, which I think also is probably right, the, the right attack to do, too. But yeah. Crystal looks at me and she goes, aren't you going to do something about this? I'm like, what? And as I'm kind of getting up, I hear fumbling in the kitchen and I don't really hear too, too much, but I hear some very aggressive language. Not like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. It was more like, uh, I, I, it was something along the lines of like, if this I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, if you're going to hit me, make it count or something like that, where it was like, I can't believe you hit me or something. I can't remember exactly what the wording was, but it was something along that line. And I can't remember, like, it's, it happened so quickly that I think I got into the room right when you guys... We, we, it broke it off and I left. Yeah, and, and it was like so, everything was so quick. Yeah. Because so, I remember now, I remember now I threw the glass and then I grabbed him and threw, like not threw him because he's a larger man than me, but like geared it into the kitchen before yeah. I punched him, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's, that's what it seemed because I, th- I, th- I think as soon as you leaned over and whatever with the glass, you quickly went with, like you quickly bolted right after. Like it was, it was very quick. Yeah. But, but, and I could also hear, I don't know if I could hear contact. I don't know why, like, but I remember nah, hearing, it wasn't a hard, it wasn't like. I remember hearing the rustling, maybe the rustling or definitely something. Rust, rustling, 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 rustling. Yeah, rustling, rustle. R- wrestling, rustle. Chalupa, check that Chalupa, check there, yeah. yeah. Threat, please. Thanks. Yeah, uh, I, but I, but. Okay, I, so, I, I, I didn't see anybody's faces, but I can only imagine just like jaws open, like. What's going on, or what the hell just happened? Or did Brock Lesnar just come through the television? Is this really happening? Yeah, like I know that <laughs> it was awkward, but like I I regret it because I I don't know. It's a, this is a tough one because I don't know if I actually regret this. I I regret it because I'm not a violent person. Right. I'll defend myself. I have been in fights as like a def, like defending myself or defending someone I love, but. I'm not an aggressive... I'm not a fighter. Right. I don't consider myself a fighter. Yeah. Uh, like an aggressive fighter. But um, it changed the dynamic of my relationship with my father moving forward, but in a good way. I think you... I think, A, he's probably a little hurt that you had moved out. Of course. Uh, yeah. And, and I think also, too, you also wanted to... Like, young lion wanted to improve yourself. I think that was a factor, too. Excuse me, but there um, was a lot of pent up. There was a lot. There's like there's like so that much was, shit between you. Like guys. I said, I I just let a lot of things go. When I lived there, I was like, okay, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. whatever. Yep, no problem, Dad. Yeah. Whatever you say, Dad. Yes, sir. Whatever. Yeah. But now I'm on my own. Like fuck yeah, you, Dad. You. Two I'm finger salute. Yeah, I'm yeah. on my own. Stone cold, that bitch. Right. So I think it was a lot of that. 
But still, you should never yeah, you, you, uh, have to get to that point. I, I you know, I not not to not to um, build on your story too much, but I, I I've gone into two two fights with my dad, and one, physical physical fights. Um, one, I was probably 14, 15. I had like a crazy growing spurt that summer and I was feeling strong and I was feeling like I'm stronger than you. I can, I'm not taking your shit. And we got into it and, and you know, I, I pushed my dad and I remember like, you know, like I didn't understand the stress levels that my parents and my dad were going through. Preach. You know, like, you know, it's crazy. Like you look now in respect and, and retrospect and just shock. Like maybe this is a regret too. A regret for sure, but man, this started off like so goofy about a, like a dorky breakup, but now we're getting like real deep in the cut. But, um, you know, like knowing what my dad was going through at that time, you know, working, running, owning a small business, um, and you know, not like not really like a, a very rewarding business. Like the, the profit margin was very tiny, but like doing enough to kind of build a better life for his family. Uh, we hadn't moved at that point, but we had moving, we were about to move into much larger place plus he was expanding his business in a big way he had a lot of stress on his plate and I remember some I can't remember what we were arguing about but I pushed him because I felt like I was like I'm not taking your shit I I've I've, I've been holding the bag for you forever I've been holding like the, the punching bag for you forever and I just I was so fed up and I pushed him and he he was like taken back and I, I that wasn't me that wasn't my personality I was, I was a yes man for sure blah 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 and I pushed him. I can't remember. We were arguing about something so dumb, and he pushed me back. And then it was like very quick after that. But I remember crying, leaving there crying, because I was like, I don't understand what's happening. Like I'm disrespecting my father. Like respect was a big thing in the household, and I'm disrespecting my father. What am I doing? Why am I doing this? And like everything that leads behind that. And then the second time we got into a fight, it was something so dumb. But we got into a big fist fight, and I tried to punch him, and he dodged a punch, and he put me kind of like kind of in a headlock and tell me to chill out and relax. And I was just so, so much built up teenage angst right. that I was just like, I was sweating like crazy. And like, he was trying to hold me just to, to calm me. But I was like, I was just like a rabid Wolverine. And I remember he was holding my head so, the hole in the back of my neck so much that his nails were digging into me because he was trying to like, no, I mean, maybe not like submit or uh, like just calm me down, just like, just like trying to restrain me. And I remember him scratching my neck, and I just remember showering afterwards, and I could feel the water burn the scratches on my neck. Like, it wasn't a good thing, but it was, like, the, those moments where, like, I, I just, I didn't know how to control or channel my anger. Right. I didn't know how to do anything but just throw a fucking fit. Yeah. Just go crazy. And, I, I mean, that was learning how to control my feelings and that kind of stuff. That's actually, knowing that, there's even another third time, but it was a little bit of a different scenario. But it was, like, just so crazy. It just... I don't know. I think at those times you just have a hard time. Like you lose control so quickly. So quickly. And for losing control of your emotional and physical state at that time and then just just getting so crazy and not understanding and then trying to repair that, like that is... Did you guys ever talk about it after? Not really, no. Yeah, me and my dad never did either, but it's always been cool. I, I, we were always cool about it because I think he knew where it was coming from. I think, think he understood after, yeah. it. After I think. I after. think. I think. Uh, I think he realized his, not his wrong in it, but like he invited us. Right. And if he didn't like the way somebody was acting, well, in my in my opinion, too bad. 
Yeah. Like you invited us here. And, and you, the the other thing too and is the guy that, wasn't being he was he was just being drunk and obnoxious, but he wasn't being like but rude. The difference is your dad kind of expected respect, expected demanded, respect, demanded and expected respect, where Ben will give zero respect to anybody he feels. And especially if you're demanding it, he's 100% not going to give it to you. Yeah, no. So And he'll push it with questions. Oh, yeah, and, and, he, and he'll aggravate. But him and your I th- dad... And- I, I think now, thinking back, too, I think he actually was asking leading questions about how he treated me. That guy got my dad mad. Like how your dad was treating you? Yeah, like how he uh. treated me. See, I, I can't... I don't know. I, I, I don't even want to speculate. It. Doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah, I, I think we all have our, our moments with our fathers. And like I said, like, I, I regret ever physically attacking my father. But at the same time, I think it's important in the relationship. Like, I think so, too. Boys will be boys. Men yeah. will be men. And if, you know, we, f- we fight with our siblings, we fight with our parents. It's, yeah. it's part of it. And uh, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to the day my son attacks Challenging me. You, but yeah. Young Simba comes I hope you. that I will remember this moment and be like, okay. Let's learn from this. Let's talk about this. That, you know, I, I, I also think that us as fathers now and as a, adult men. Acting like adult men. Acting like adult men. We're in a much different state than our fathers were. Our fathers, you know, it wasn't okay to be as open and uh, in touch with your feelings as as we are today. And it, the, the education wasn't out there on how easy a simple conversation can resolve an issue. And I think we're much, much smarter, much more advanced because, because we have like the ability of knowing how good a, a honest conversation can be. Well, not everybody. Fair. When you say us, you mean you and me because oh, you and I have had issues where it's just like, sit down. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. What the fuck? Come on now. This happened. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. Right. Hug it out. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Move and on. Then, and then move on. So many times. We, I, I can count at least three or four times on, on that you and I have just like been like, how do you feel about this? This? Done? Okay, I feel like this. Okay, cool. I'm sorry. I'm sorry too. Back, back. Legendary continues. Legendary continues. Let's go. Yeah. And that's it. But that's, that's the very special bond in our relationship yeah. that also I think you and I are both big picture guys where some of our friends are very like sh- nearsighted where they're totally. just like, I need to get this win in because I need this win. Where we're like, yeah, okay, you can have the win. It's okay, cool, because there's lots, lots going on, you know. Yeah. But there you go, you win. Yeah, okay, all right, you're the, you're the smartest person I know. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. This, this is I, I like this format for the podcast. This like this no regret series. It might continue. Maybe, yeah, why not, right? You know, maybe it we'll kind just of felt therapeutic. It kind of feels good. Like I feel real good about it. I feel it. real good. What are you doing after this podcast? I don't know. What are you doing? Oh, I wasn't going to. I, I know what you're doing. I was going to ask because I, I feel like the irony of it all is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go see my dad. <laughs> yeah, right? Have a couple drinks. <laughs> Hug it out. Be like, maybe you guys will talk about that night. <laughs> maybe. I'll record you, it. You know what? Can you? Be like, Ugh. Dad, let's have six or seven hundred drinks. Let's, let's have at least five drinks each. And well, have I'm sure he's already six or seven drinks deep. Perfect. So. Dad, let's have this conversation. Listen, yeah. It happened ten years. I feel like I've made reference to it to him before mm. like just kind of in passing like oh, I did punch you in the face something like that or whatever <laughs> I did one punch knock you out once no, okay let's <laughs> it just was, it wasn't real that. quick it was like it was a punch but it was 
It was like if you were to watch. It didn't draw blood. It didn't knock them down. It didn't. If you it, see, I think it more shocked them than stumbled them. If you see two chickens flolicking, 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 chalupa, chalupa, just fact check real quick. Flolicking, flocking, flocking. No. Fucking. Flolicking. Flolicking. A bunch of flocking fuckers. If you've fucking. seen two chickens flap their wings at each other, uh-huh. that's kind of what happened. Have you ever seen a cockfight online? No. <laughs> Wait. No, no, like like porn two hub? two dicks slapping. Oh, like like Pornhub. Yeah. yeah. No, no, like two like chickens or whatever roosters Roos- going at it. No, I've I've only like I've never seen a real one. I've only yeah, seen yeah. watch yeah. them online. No, I'm good. It's pretty fast and gross. I um I watch UFC and that's kind of the extent of yeah. of the violence I want to endure, and that's that's two trained professionals kicking the snot out of each other. Have you ever watched a UFC fight and just had to close your eyes because it was too brutal? No, I. I've I've actually had to stop watching. Like, I enjoy mixed martial arts. So do I. Now, people who don't like, it's not human cockfighting. It's not. It's like, and I, I hear it all the time. Like, oh, I don't like watching UFC because it's two guys laying on each other. That's okay, part of it. Yes, part of it. And at that point, when it's like a jujitsu practitioner's clinic, clinic. I get it. Like, it is not entertaining. I don't want to watch. It's not entertaining if you don't know what's going on. Fair. That, and that's right. But I also. It's like watching a football and not knowing, well, why, why is he throwing the ball? Or, or what? <laughs> why are they crashing into each other? Like, why don't they just move? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you don't understand the game, of course it's boring. That, yeah, that's not what I mean. Like, what I mean. Okay, so, for example, if I'm watching UFC and there's two guys in the fifth round. They're tired and sweaty and basically lying at each other, like trying to trying to get guard, trying to get guard. Get, yeah, that's the right terminology. And Brittany walks into the room. She's like, "What the fuck are you watching?" I get that scenario. For me, is like I don't want to be in that scenario. So if I'm watching on my iPad by myself or watching on TV by myself, I'm okay. Like I'm in element. I'm cool. Yeah. It's more like trying to explain to other people, like. Brian Smith called me the other day. He's like, hey, UFC's going on. Come to the bar and meet me at the bar. I'm like, I don't want to be that guy at the bar that is, like, drooling because this guy almost has, uh, like, a rear naked choke. And the girl behind me is like, oh, my God, they look like they're fucking. Like, yes, they kind of look like they're fucking, but they're not. They're, yeah. they're not. He's about to put this guy to sleep in, in the She's clearly mo- never fucked before. <laughs> <laughs> and if she has, what's She's up, She's doing it wrong. Yo, your fuck game, your fuck game is buck wild, yeah. okay? Yeah, your buck style is buck wild. Um, listen, brother, it's no. we're, yeah, we're at the fifty-one minute mark. Uh, we 50, rambled for at least nine minutes. Yeah, totally. I mean, this was a good one. Man. I feel good. I feel good too. I got no regrets on this motherfucker. I have no regrets on this motherfucker either. I you know I almost want to release this one more than I want to release the one we just recorded, and that was a bunch of fun. Ouch. This one was good. This felt good. I feel I good. Know, but we're also a couple more deep, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, but. I, you know what? How about this? The Not the Thirty podcast is going to pay uh, Superior Finish Painting a whole bunch of money to come paint the studio. A whole bunch of money. Here, <laughs> here here's what's going to happen. Um, you're going to tell your wife that you got to do a two-day working through the night, burning the midnight oil, and we're just going to podcast for like six hours. Okay. And then we're just going to put a firecracker and two cans of paint. Okay. And just cover the things we don't want covered in paint. Uh-huh. Call it a day. All right. There'll be an exchange of goods for services. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then we'll just go from there. Okay. So how about... How about... How about... 
we, uh, I'm thinking January. Mm-hmm. UFC. DC versus Brock Lesnar. That's not going to be January. Yeah. No. He, Brock is in the pool he's for in the pool. USADA, yeah, and he, he can fight as early as January. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be right in January, though. Well, maybe, maybe. It's going to be day one. <laughs> he's going to come in, he's going to fight, he's going to fail, and then he fail his piss test, and he's gone again. Yeah. Which is like the, the perfect balance. Okay, so sorry, go on. Yeah, so let's just do it then. So we come here. Okay. Put the firecracker in a can of paint. Yeah, yeah. Do four hours of podcasting. Yeah. Go watch the UFC fight, come back, do two hours of podcasting while eating mm-hmm. pizza. I like the sound of that. We can get Brian Smith on that too because he's a big UFC guy. So I like Brian Smith. Yeah, Brian, this, the curse of the Smythe is real. Uh, did you hear the Hurricane Brian story? I did hear the Hurricane. Fuck, man. You know, I've, I probably told that story 10 times because it's such a funny story. It is. But now I kind of want to try these hurricanes. Of course. Right? Like, just not that many and don't drink as much yeah, beforehand. Don't be a carnivore Don't before. try to be a superhero. Don't be a superhero. And I don't know. Maybe tr- argue for the water a little harder. I you feel know, it's like- funny. Five years ago, if he told that story, I would have called bullshit on the whole, <laughs> the whole. Oh, I had just gone off my diet and I had so much <laughs> sugar, and I'm like, ah, nah, nah, bullshit. But now that I've been on diets and yeah. I know how like sugar does affect your body, Fuck, man, totally. Like I, I, I get it, Brian. Yeah. I'm on your side. The curse of the Smythe continues. Um, did you want to mention anything about your hockey pool failure? No. You, I think I did pretty well. Did you though? No. You didn't. No, you didn't. Although cr- you know what's crazy is I have a piece of paper which I can prove because I have it. Although it's not dated and time stamped, but <laughs> if you believe it, I wrote I wanted Washington to win. Uh-huh. I did. I picked Washington to win. Right. And um, I changed it because I'm like they're not going to beat Pittsburgh. They never beat Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So I went back and changed it. So I had I think Pittsburgh and Nashville finals. Or, would they have been in the finals? That was a finals the year before. Oh. See, I, I don't, I don't, I don't watch any sports. <laughs> I know, I did, I did, I did see you admiring my trophy collection here. I did. It looks like shit, but congratulations. It looks like shit, but this year, but it's better than anybody else has made. At next year, it's gonna grow. Like next year, I might purposely do a football pool. No, I will never. Just so do you that. can win that. No, I will never do a football. Just pool. so Dave can complain about that. Oh my god! Or I might just rig it so I win and Dave comes in second again. I think he should. Oh my god! If he's, he won't listen this far. It's an hour deep. There's no. Oh, reason. hey, Dave, if you are listening, just so you know, I actually won those trophies. I just put Anthony's <laughs> name on my slip, so he had Ky- an extra Kyle extra picks. Kyle just wanted you to feel the burn. Yeah, yeah. Like, so the baseball one's up next, right? Like, so I mean, we're only halfway in the baseball season, but this year, like, I've I've been following baseball pretty closely, but it is so hard to call. Any, like right now, there's no clear cut. There's like five teams that can win the World Series. Today and I guarantee you, if you pick five right now, they won't be the five in the finals. Of course not. Baseball is so crazy right now; it is a wild west. There's too many good teams. It's it's way too hard to call right now. Yeah, but it's only halfway point. Trade deadline hasn't happened yet. So much going on. Go Yankees. I think so. I think so. I, I think they're gonna be good. I think they're gonna knock Boston out of. I think it's either the Yankees or Houston coming out of the AL this year. But it's the podcast for another time, my friend. We'll talk more about it in January. Okay. Um, I love you, brother, again, and thank you so much for doing this again. Thank you so much for convincing that we need to do another one of these. Right. Um, enjoy your fight with your dad tonight. I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> We're going to hug it out. But you know what? I, I really, if you if you do talk about it, hit record because I need to know. I don't think my dad and I, we're not heart-to-heart people, but I, know. I mean, I should. I actually You should try it. Take it out. But, hey, dad, do you remember that night? Yeah. Like, what What's do you remember? Yeah. What do you remember from it? How do you feel about yeah. it? 
I, I'd just be curious to know if he had any answers, but this is what you need to do. Turn off all fans that might be close by. Turn off the television. Make it real quiet and make sure that microphone's real close. Yeah. <laughs> Hold it up yeah. to his mouth. And he's like, oh, I don't really remember much. I remember you cried a lot and then you went <laughs> in the fetal position. <laughs> I remember like you tried to hit me, but then I, I, I ninja swiped you, swiped you away and I swept your feet. And then before I and then all your top. friends came running at me, but I like tripped one and like pushed the other. Yeah, and and I did the praying the mantis. Eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I totally see your dad pulling that move too. Yeah, totally. All right, dude. Yeah, man. It's been a fucking peach run. Cheers, buddy. This Cheers. is a beautiful one. For lovers of the Not After 30 podcast and longtime listeners, you guys know Kyle's voice, all too familiar. If you like what he does, you know you can hire this motherfucker. Superior finish painting, 289-979-9000. The thunder to your lightning. Um, as always, uh, reach back if you can. If you're liking what this is, like this is something off the wall. We haven't done anything like this. And to be honest, we haven't really done a good heart-to-heart. You guys heard in my solo podcast that you know the podcast did go kind of sporty for a little while. But we're trying to be back to that lifestyle podcast. And, I, and you know, it's good to have Kyle here give you some real good input. Um, so reach out. Reach out to us, Kyle. If you've made it this far, reach out to uh, the Not After 30 podcast at hotmail.com. Nope. Okay. Not After 30 at gmail.com. Nope. Not After, Not 30, after po- 30 podcast, podcast at, at g- gmail.com. gmail.com. And, uh, or Instagram. like a regular Tell us what you like most about this podcast and Anthony's going to send you some swag. Yeah, it, it might just be a business card at this point. Yeah, but that's fine. But we're working on some new swag. Good what, to know. What? Working on some new swag. So uh, reach out. Let us know what you think. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the end of the podcast. <laughs>